Welcome to Idea Factory Giveaway, a guest-guided mapping expedition to the borders of human creativity. I'm John, and this is my fault. I'm Laura, and none of this is my fault. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> as long as we've got that clear. Mm-hmm. Very good. Welcome back to the show. Once again, our excellent guest host, Laura Glue. Hello. Hello. Do I still have to talk about myself? <laughs> <laughs> We, we can talk about what's new with me instead. Yeah, perhaps. what's new with you? What is new with what me? Is, uh, what, what's been going on? Oh. Three months is new with you. Oh, that's true. Yes, yes. My uh, my kid is uh, three months old. Um, he is... He's at that stage... Uh, I, I want to say he's at that stage. Like, I know intimately all of the stages <laughs> of baby development. But, like, for the past couple of weeks, um, he's been sleeping more or less through the night. Like, we put him to bed at, like, 8... And you know, like eight or nine, and then like you know, like we'll we'll wake up at six or seven, um, and he's ready to go, which is fantastic. I don't know how long that's going to last, right? I mean, Fiona, uh, let's well, actually we should welcome back. <laughs> we should welcome back our guest, Fiona. Thank you. Great to be back, <laughs> Fiona. You have uh, a near one-year-old. Yes. What was his deal? <laughs> I don't think I've like, ever been asked that question as well. Like, like in terms of sleeping, like, did, did he also, like, you know, when he was maybe three or so months old, did he do that sleeping through the night thing? I've heard horror stories about something called the four-month sleep regression. Did not exist Excellent. for me. Excellent. Um, yeah, Austin slept through the night since two months. Amazing. Um, and, you know, there are nights where he's like, you know what, I'm going to wake up. Gonna need something to eat. Sure. A little bit parched. Sure. You know, just want some I mean, fluids. Same. Yeah, yes, honestly. Exactly. So there are certainly nights where that doesn't happen. Like he doesn't sleep through the night, but you know, it goes back to his regular routine and he sleeps twelve hours. He sleeps better than I do. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> jealous of both of these kids. I yeah. mean there, there have been a couple of you know, I mean sometimes Quentin wakes up around like one or two. Or sometimes at four, you know, mm-hmm. he'll want a meal or whatever. But but he'll go back to sleep is the crucial thing. Like, yeah. like as long as it's still dark out. Like, mm-hmm. he, I think he's gotten the message that, like, once darkness falls, it is sleep time. Yes. Which is... So, okay. yeah. it sounds like he likes to sleep, which means that he'll probably continue that. That sounds um, so good. One thing that I had a friend who has, like, a five-year-old told me, um, which is really helpful, is that everything disrupts sleep mm. with young children. Mm. I guess people. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but like growth spurts will disrupt. I was going to say like teeth uh, coming in. Teeth coming in. Oh. Um, oh shit. When is that Sickness. Start? Anywhere from three to 18 months. Jesus. All right. It's good to Whoa, know. Oh, three months teeth. Yeah. My nephew had teeth starting at three months. Whoa. Madness. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. <laughs> Babies. Wild. <laughs> Every really one of them weird. are different. Yeah. Teeth yeah, teeth are strange. Don't think too much about it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Just try not to. Yeah, try not to get that that one that one. <laughs> um, in season two of Kimmy Schmidt, where like when Titus makes up this, he makes up a jingle for gum um, that's just about <laughs> teeth. It's the fucking. Fu- I laughed until I could not breathe, uh, and then I got I got the jingle stuck in my head fairly recently actually, and it wouldn't leave. So yeah, but maybe maybe not thinking about teeth is the is the way to go. Let's instead. Talk about ideas. If you're new to the show, 
here's what's going on. I've been writing down every stray idea I've ever had the moment I've had it for the last decade, which has resulted in a vast pile, hundreds deep. That's a lot of ideas. Are they good ideas? Is this a normal amount of ideas for one person to even have? More importantly, are there any ideas in the pile that someone else could pick up and run with? That's why we've got Fiona here, and uh, she's going to dig through the heap and see what she finds interesting for your entertainment, horror, or maybe even inspiration. Seriously, if you hear something you like, pick it up and run with it. I'm telling you now, do it. I just want credit. Maybe a cut. Fiona, what's new? All right. So, yet again with the FOMO, however, I've been very selective. And the first one that I think we should talk about is Instant Band Night. I can't believe it hasn't been brought up already. Tell us more. All right. So, Instant Band Night is a... Is a <laughs> we, can, we can tell you're a professional, Fiona. I know. <laughs> this is perfect. Um, I, uh, I had this idea for a party um, where you get... You've got a venue, you've got a stage. On the stage goes one band's worth of equipment. A, a drum kit, a couple of guitars, a bass, three vocal mics, maybe a keyboard. Um, and you invite everybody you know. And they all show up. Um, and when they come in, there are six can, like coffee cans, at the, at the like the front desk, basically labeled guitar, bass, drums, vocals, miscellaneous, and art. And so, you know, if you can do any of those things, you put your name in whichever cans are relevant to you. Um, periodically, we go back to the cans and we pick names out of each one of them, right? So we make a five-person band. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's okay. She's like listening. Yeah, no. Lucille is uh, um, is on is on Laura's lap. Lucille is the best dog, um, and she's she's very interested in hearing about instant band night. So Maybe she'll just yeah. waiting for the category of mascot. Yeah. Well, so here's the thing: we we pick um, uh, uh, a five person band out of out of the cans, um, and uh, those people go into the green room. They've got ten minutes to come up with an eight minute set. When they come out of the green room, they play their eight minute set. The sixth can, which is labeled art, we pull somebody out of that, and that person has to draw their gig poster, um, which is like on an easel just next to where the band is playing. And we, uh, you know, when the eight-minute set is done, they've got two minutes to kind of like, you know, to just sort of clean the stage up or whatever, reach in the guitars if they need to. And then the next band comes out. I have a question. Yes. The art person isn't part of the 10-minute planning? Uh, That could be. Because, I, yeah, I think that actually makes a pretty big difference if they're part of the strategy or if they're just like winging it <laughs> I, I will say this so I have actually run instant band night twice what yes it's true at a uh, at a place that I um, the East Bay community space was looking for people to curate events and I was like I have ideas for events so <laughs> I have uh, ideas <laughs> ideas do come true <laughs> it's true except here's the problem which is that um uh, attendance at both of them uh, at the past two that I did was decent but underneath what I needed in order to achieve true critical mass so the idea is that like while a band is performing there should be another band in the green room right um, and so there's like kind of like an unbroken parade of bands the problem is we did not have enough musicians both times to really make that happen so we had like enough to constitute maybe like 1.3 bands right mm-hmm. so like we would get them off stage and then like they would have to go back into the green room to, you know, so like, if we have enough people, I think that will not be an issue, but it's a problem of kind of like just getting people to show up and like building momentum for this idea, basically. The other problem is that I do it in the East Bay, and I, although you know what? I feel like I know enough people who live not in San Francisco anymore that this should not be an issue. Um, when is the next one? The next one will be, uh, let's see, March, April, May. It'll be the second Thursday in May. Okay. 
So if you're within uh, listening range and you think this might be fun, you should definitely come on down. Because, it, I mean, it's a great time. But the, tr- the trouble is just getting people in the door. Because, you know, it's, it's a Thursday night and we are getting old. On that happy note. <laughs> but I really there, is, there is an upside to it, though, which, uh, which Dean, so uh, uh, our, our friend Dean pointed out, because he came to the last one, and he was like, you know, actually, this is, the thing that's great about, about like musicians who are older is like they show up fucking on time for load-in, <laughs> and when it's time to like load out, we're all, like, we're fucking, we're efficient at it. Like, dude, all the stuff is in the cars, and we're ready to go, and it's 11 o'clock. Good night. Like, <laughs> Put it down. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I do appreciate that, actually, quite a, quite a bit. Yeah. There are benefits. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Should we launch into the next idea? Yes. I think we should. Decoration grenades. Okay. <laughs> Is this going to be like the poppers? The, well, sort of. I mean, like, so the, the idea that I had um, was that it would be a grenade with a paper shell. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got a core of explosive, like all standard anti-personnel grenades. But instead of a metal shell, it's got a paper shell. Mm-hmm. And between the explosive core and the paper is a bunch of glitter. Ooh. Ooh. Um, so, you, so you hate people. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's filled with glitter or little tiny paper stars mm-hmm. or, you know, um, like maybe even like paint in like uh, in like pigment, so basically, like yeah, you you pull the pin, you throw it into a room, and it goes off, and it Ooh. decorates the room. Now, oof, <laughs> this, this sounds like a great idea for your enemy. <laughs> yeah, there's some there's some Republican senators. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I feel like this would be a great yeah, like it, it's it's the kind of thing that doesn't cause any actual damage mm. per se. But it's really annoying to clean up. I was hoping it was going to be something a little bit more festive. Like well, a Well, yeah, but I was going to say, what if, like... You uh, I had come up I'm with... I'm thinking, a, like, you like you have it, let's say, for, for some politicians, you have it little, like, little uteri. The, the, uh, I definitely had a, a variant of my this. My body, my choice. <laughs> I had a variant of this device that I called the celebration grenade, which was... Which was like again, like a paper shell, a high explosive core, and in between it was just packed with paper stars. Mm. You know, oh, but funny. but there's no reason why it couldn't also be filled with confetti uh, in various shapes. Mm-hmm. You could get some that were yeah that were. I assume some of them must make like uterus shaped. There yeah. So like yeah, why not that? I would I would happily like buy several cases of those, and you know. Apologies for my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> but yes, the uh, the celebration or decoration grenade. I mean, yeah, the decoration grenade I think is definitely uh, not for actual decoration in like the usual sense, but more more of like a, a nuisance grenade. Yeah, this sounds like. So I heard the new Mary Poppins is a little more evil, which is when what she was originally as well. Huh. Maybe not evil, but like. A little kookier, mm. and this sounds like something that a Mary Poppins would would bring with her, <laughs> like, a, like a a little bit unhinged, oh. edgy, an edgy Mary Poppins. Yes, <laughs> I think it's Emily Blunt. Oh, oh really? Interesting. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd see that. I was just going to ask whether we needed a redo of that, but now that it's Emily Blunt, yeah, why not? We get behind it. Mm-hmm. We'll see. 
All right. Um, Netflix sick day pricing. Tell me more about that. <laughs> um, is there anything in the notes field for that? I was no. last time it was me that went through this. <laughs> so it's being able to get Netflix for a day. Oh, because right. you're sick. Yes. You're like, I don't want Netflix every day. Yeah. And actually, you can broaden this at this point beyond Netflix because all these other things exist that didn't exist when you thought of that. That's true, yes. It would be, yeah, something where you could get Netflix and Hulu and all the can other... Can I just get everything to watch? Yeah. CBS like All Access. For, like, the weekend, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, streaming package yeah. for yeah. the weekend. I just need it for, like, three days. Yeah. But specifically when you're sick. Yes. Because we also talked about it would be interesting and we could... I think it was something like, and you also get like chicken noodle soup sent to you. Yeah. What if you could buy it in a package? Kind of like, you know, um, like buy it in packages of five like or gift ten. Gift it? Gift it or just like get it in bulk order. Mm-hmm. And then have it ready. Yes. So you can just then like. you have to activate it. Like you only can activate it for that day or two days worth of sick window I'd even like I'm not a parent but that sounds like a cool thing even with kids where it's like we're gonna have TV on the weekends ooh (laughs) or like certain nights or like yeah like Like, there's no such thing as TV during the week yeah or or like certain days or whatever where it's like here's the time where we can watch that and then otherwise go outside fuck that's a brilliant idea yeah damn but like I mean, what would be interesting is like if they if if they if Netflix and whatnot could price it in a way where it makes sense for them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would pay more for that, dude. There, yeah. yeah, I would pay more for my kid to not know that Netflix <laughs> is on demand. <laughs> it's a whole new revenue stream. <laughs> non on demand. <laughs> <laughs> just like really slow internet too just yeah schedule all this stuff we're just reverting back to yeah dial up yeah. A, a, yeah, a service that, that slows your internet down for you like deliberately mm-hmm. yeah. if, it, if it can sense that a kid has logged in throttle me, I think please. they do that not like throttling but obviously parental controls right <laughs> That we but just, you want to, like, the trigger should be however long the attention span is. Mm. So if they have, like, a really short attention span because they're younger, then yeah. you should just make it really long, right, for things to load. Yeah. So they lose interest. <laughs> <laughs> we have ideas. Get at us. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, next one. Yes. A word for when you have to walk somewhere just to send a tweet. This was a thing that I ran into a lot when I had a phone that did not get very good service. Mm. But I had, like, an idea for a really funny tweet. It was like, hang on, I, I, I'll be right back. I gotta, um, you know, like, I, I think we call this the, like, tweet ducking. Where it's like, I just gotta duck outside for a second long enough to get service. Send my amazing tweet and I'll, I'll be right back. I like you know? that those are both bird related. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I mean, oh. I just came up with that on the fly, but if you, you know, like, is there a better term that might exist? No. <laughs> I don't think there can be. No. <laughs> um, but I kind of feel that we need a similar word for Instagramming or Snap. 
Oh, I think especially these days with Instagram, yeah, right? Because right. like you have to take the photo, but then there's time to kind of like. So it's not so much <laughs> edit. Li- yeah, it's not so much a break to like leave the room and like get the signal to send, but just sort of like I need like thirty seconds to kind of not be in the room, mm-hmm. yeah, yep. mentally, so that I can get this done. How do you guys feel when you walk by people and you're like, mm, you're clear, clearly there taking a photo for Instagram? <laughs> I, I hear like, this is an Insta shoot right now. Oh, <laughs> that. You mean like a photo shoot for Instagram or like they're at the Full House Houses Instagramming? Mm, kind of like that, but I was like at Full Funston this weekend and there were just a bunch of people who were just like, oh, yeah. You know, like <laughs> ocean in the background. Getting, that, getting that lifestyle. Yes. Like the lifestyle. Shot. I like that. You are both acting this out. (laughs) (laughs) We got some great pantomiming in the room. I I don't know how I feel about that actually. I've I've never I've never actually thought about it. (laughs) I I mean I I'm a fan of taking photos and of like things that you want to remember. And then going back and looking at them. I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, I know, like, I back scroll through my Instagram and look at stuff from past years. Same. I do. That Same. can be fun, but they're usually, I don't do that. Like, the mine are yeah. pretty meaningful, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I feel, I feel like there's, there's, there's the, there's the, there's the Instagram's, you know, activity that you do that's like for you right right and that's fine but then there's the kind where it's like i'm trying to project an image of an uh, amazing life yeah if you the kind of thing where you, if you can tell that's what they're trying to do mm-hmm. i feel less sympathy for actually yeah i find that really frustrating to follow in an account because yeah. i'm like this isn't you you're my friend i know things aren't perfect mm-hmm. like Indeed. and it doesn't mean like you have to share like gross photos or whatever but it's like Dial it down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Excellent. Clipboard card. It what? says 3D printing, question mark. A what now? Clipboard. Card. 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 What the hell? Is there, a, is there anything on that for like in the, in the notes field or... Just 3D printing, question 3D mark. 3D printing a clip clipboard card. Is it that it's a tiny clipboard? <laughs> it might for, be. For your business cards? It, it could be. I mean, I, I can think of a couple of scenarios in which I have wanted a flat surface on which to write something mm-hmm. and maybe wish that I had, like, a tiny clipboard. Mm-hmm. Like something that fits I into mean, your wallet. I do yeah. love the... I do love... This is... This is so ridiculous. But I love when you're at a restaurant and they actually give you the stuff... Like, they give you your bill with a clipboard because you know you can write on it. You're not going to yes. be, like... And, like, a pen that's functional and it's all just... That's what came to mind for me. I was like, it's an experience. Well, it, just, it works. Yeah, it's like, it, that's it totally the baseline. <laughs> Here's a thing that we know will function in the way that we need it to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That must have been it. I mean, like, but it says 3D printing. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I guess I was imagining like something that you would just 3D print and then just have with you. Hmm. Something that maybe didn't require a spring because you know, like the clipboard um, clip yeah, yeah. thing. What if it's like a business card that's a clipboard? That you give people, and then and then that's where you hold your clip your card business cards in. But it's it's like a business card holder that is a business card. Or to take your writing surface one step further. Yes, it's a business card sized notebook. 
The other thing that's cool <laughs> fits into your wallet. The other thing that's cool is like if it's the clipboard business card. When you get a business card, you can write like where you met them, and like you can oh. write the, the stuff on it. Because when I see three D printing, to me that means you're going to print more than one. Yeah. Yes. That's true. Or it's a design that you just disseminate, and then everybody, you know. But yeah, honestly, oh, I wish it a the greeting card. Yeah, yeah, that's what I. Oh, that's an idea. But I don't. Is that just you can reuse it or something? Yeah, that 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 seems both more and less useful in terms of its size, (laughs) but also kind of like when would you have the occasion? Yeah, I don't know. I wish that past me was better at note taking. (laughs) But I I think we came up with some good ideas. I no, I definitely agree. I definitely agree. That's that's the magic of this podcast is that we find shit that I don't know what it was, and then we we can reconstruct it into something that that's. Still, it doesn't make sense. Yes. <laughs> it's all about collaboration and what you make of it. Exactly. Exactly. Sarcastic precious moments figurines for tech people. Okay. <laughs> this, this one has been covered before. It's been covered, but it hasn't it hasn't been done in a while. Yes. Uh, th- and this is the one where, um, I mean, right, because, like, precious moments figurines always have, like, they're, they're literally about moments, mm-hmm. right? And they're these, they're, they're these creepy kids with the big heads and the... Um, and it's, it's like, yeah, they're like, like statues. in a puddle. Yeah, yeah, like, statues that commemorate, you know, inane shit like that. Yeah. There should be a version of those, but for, like, tech bullshit. All of them are just mining Bitcoin. <laughs> yes! You know, or, or yeah, like... You know, the, the the first day where you received more than three Amazon packages simultaneously. Um, that happened to me today. I was going to say, I haven't had that one yet. Oh, no, that's false. Holidays. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. We had three Amazon packages arrive today. Yeah, but I feel like with babies, it's a whole other thing. That is true. Mm-hmm. That is true. But, yeah. The day when your Postmates cancels your order. Oh, uh, mm. Mm. One job. <laughs> that thing when you, the day where you, you complain about ordering the food that doesn't show up mm, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> the but, three of us doing it together yes um, that would be adorable the, that's really meta that we're like <laughs> talking about <laughs> podcast moments on podcast. sarcastic yeah. precious moments <laughs> But yeah, it would just be it would just be a bunch of those, and I I think that they would sell big here and nowhere else. But it would be funny. I feel like Japan. That's highly possible. Would like them, or China? The one like because they have like the toys and the. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. The unprecedented popularity of Funko Pops. Also, it cannot be. Um, what is that? There's there those there those uh, those little figurines with the enormous heads and the blank button eyes. Oh, yeah. They're, those things are everywhere. They're like, you know, I mean, they're, they're, they're something to be said. This, yeah, this one could work. The, uh, yeah, the, 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 <laughs> the pop market may, may yet find a new niche. Yeah, kind of feels like it's worth experimenting with. <laughs> I would buy some of these. <laughs> It would be great as gifts. Like, every white elephant party, this would be yes. everything. <laughs> and then it's just the one that gets brought back, added to, yeah. yes. and then re-gifted. Yes. And now it's time for one of us to give a terrible recommendation or showcase an idea from our guest. 
Does anybody have a terrible recommendation or an idea that they would like to showcase? If not, I definitely have a terrible recommendation. I have an idea that I came up with because of you, Fiona. Go for it. Baby band. (laughs) (laughs) Instant baby band? Yes! Right? I'm picturing something in my mind, but I want you to to explain what your idea is. (laughs) So there's a picture of Fiona's son, Austin, playing drums. Oh, yes. Right? Yes. Yes. And I think there should be a whole band of babies... <laughs> I mean, I think this is like there's calendar opportunities. I think like the baby, like so, like Puppy Bowl is the halftime for the Super Bowl, and I think Baby Band should be the halftime show for Puppy Bowl. Oh, <laughs> wow! Yeah, wow. Can I just be on mute though, because what if it's terrible. and then what if there's like Baby Marching Band as part of the Rose Bowl parade? <laughs> right? <laughs> I literally this is just now where I'm like, there needs to be a Baby Band. And like, and then, yeah, like, instant band night. What if you bring your kids and you put them in a band? I don't know. Wow. I, uh, that... This really ties into the Instagram, like, moments that are only for Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that we're staying on theme. Because there's nothing else to be good for, just for likes. Agreed. <laughs> but that instant gratification would be so great. I also think this is, like, I don't know if Nate Bolt listens to this ever, but, like, this seems like the type of thing that the Foot Camp kids... Who make who you know make those huge photo yeah. like kind of palettes like now that many of them do have kids like they should do one of their photos but with their kids agreed where it's like one is like face planting in the pool <laughs> and the other one is like on the roof mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> but like band specific well I think you could go either way okay fair but yeah just more hilarious photo shoots involving babies and bands this. yeah yeah. Great. Full support. Into it. Yeah. Into it. All right. I think it might be time now to tell everybody where we can be found on the internet. I am on Twitter and Instagram as Ferocious J, the word Ferocious, the letter J, uh, which is also, I have a, a newsletter at tinyletter.com slash Ferocious J. Uh, it's got collections of interesting articles I found on the internet, links to things I've made, and a couple of dedicated rambles, one of which I just call hashtag dad thoughts. I send it out when the show updates, and I guarantee it's exactly the kind of thing you can happily read over breakfast or while you are bored at work. Delightful. Mm-hmm. Uh, my name is Laura Glue on the internet. <laughs> Laura, G-L-U. Um, and I also do a search for Read, Wine, Repeat or Silent Book Club for my uh, other project. And I can be found on the old Instagram as at Fiona. With completely unstaged photos. Unstaged. Except for the bread. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's allowed. That's totally allowed. This podcast is available pretty much anywhere you listen to them. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. Whatever platform you're using, consider leaving us a nice review or rating, as it helps more people discover us and increases the chance of one of the ideas you've just heard actually being picked up by somebody out there. Thanks. And remember, if you've heard an idea you like, go ahead and do it. John just wants credit, and maybe a cut. Doo-doo. Doo-doo.